Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Life Abundant podcast. I'm really excited to just be talking about Easter um, at this point in time. Easter is tomorrow and I've just been really excited and reflective and learning so much from this Holy Week and overall this Lenten season and so I just really wanted to share with you what's really been on my mind going into to the big day that is Easter um, and a few days ago, this question really struck and rung in my mind, which was, why do we wear pastels on Easter? Because I was planning my Easter fit, and I knew that I had to incorporate something that had pretty colors, um, you know, was cute and fun for spring, and obviously I think that's a big part of it of why we wear colors on Easter. Um, sorry, also if you could hear, like, bumping or sirens in the background, I live in the city and right next to a bar. So don't mind that. Um, (laughs) But obviously, yeah, because of spring, we we wear our cutie dresses on Easter. Um, But it, I don't know, for a second, it kind of was confusing, um, especially talking about like Good Friday and, you know, why do we celebrate Easter? Oh, it was the death of Jesus, the death and resurrection. It's kind of like, whoa, that seems like a really heavy, like intense thing to be celebrating Um, kind of lightly with fun colors and fun brunch and Easter egg hunts, you know what I mean? Um, And so it really kind of begged the question for me personally of what does Easter mean to me? Like what was the implication that the resurrection had that turned mourning and darkness and despair into the light abundance um, of grace of what is Easter now? Um, And so that kind of, you know, took me back to why do we not gather on Friday, you know, dressed in black, um, thanking God for our life in heaven, um, but but still mourning the death of Jesus. Because theologically, um, what Jesus came to do was to take on our sins because we had sinned um, since the beginning of Adam and Eve um, and you and I in our lives every day um, sin and go against the Lord and the things that we do, the things that we say, the things that we don't do, and the things that we don't say. Um, I think that most people can agree that we're not all morally correct people. Like, we've all done things that we're not proud of or have made mistakes. Um, But because of that, um, our status was that we are eternally separated from God um, because He is so holy and so perfect. He can't, honestly, like, withstand our sinfulness. Um, And so that severed our relationship that we had with our creator. Um, But the fact that Jesus came and he came as a man um, that he could die was so that he would take on the punishment of our sins, which was death, which was separation from God, Um, that he would bear that himself on the cross um, so that we didn't have to take that punishment ourselves. Basically, like if you just imagine yourself in a courtroom and you're about to be sentenced to life in prison, this man walks through the door and says, no, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll take the punishment myself. You're free to go. That, that's basically what Jesus did. And what I think is really interesting is, like I was saying, theologically, the story could have ended there. Um, you know, Jesus could have died, and then that meant we would have had life in heaven. Um, that kind of leaves some gray area on earth. But at the end of the day, like earth in our time here is just a blip in this timeline of eternity and that would have been so gracious and so amazing of the Lord to to give us life in heaven through the death of Jesus but the story didn't end there 
Um, Friday's disappointment of, of the death of Christ was Sunday's empty tomb. So, you know, Sunday comes around and the women come to the tomb um, to anoint the, or to bring like spices. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> they were going to go do something at the tomb. Um, and, and the stone was rolled and the body of Jesus was not there. Um, and he appeared to them, um, called them by name and he, he had risen. Um, so what this, what this means, this implication of Easter, why we celebrate is that God is so merciful that he rose Jesus or raised Jesus from the dead to demonstrate his, not only his resurrection power, but ultimately so that Jesus could send his Holy Spirit to us. So not only then do we have eternity in heaven, but we have comfort on earth because Jesus says, I'm going away to give you something better, which is the Holy Spirit, which is what we have access to every day. Um, and that is our direct connection um, to our relationship with the Lord. And because we have the spirit in us, we have communion with him. Um, so not only um, do we have comfort, but when we experience, you know, death, um, you know, not only the death of loved ones, but just um, not like metaphorical, but but that type of death in our relationships, our finances, our emotional or physical health, or even in our faith. You know, James says that faith without works is dead. Um, but because of the resurrection, because of Easter, we know that we serve a God who brings dead things back to life. And so we can celebrate rather than mourn. We can wear pastels and hats rather than black and veils because of resurrection and because of God's unending love for us. Um, and so I was really just challenged to, to not only kind of bear the weight of, of what the cross meant and what the garden meant and all these things that are so emotional and so deep, but, but the joy that came after the celebration of heaven and knowing that Jesus has now made a way so that we could have life in heaven and joy and comfort and a, a peace that surpasses all understanding, even in the midst of chaos on earth. And, and that is something worth celebrating. That is something worth, you know, wearing a cutie little dress, um, to praise the Lord at church with, you know? Um, and so I just, I really struggle with, you know, not letting these holidays, not letting these, um, times in the year to go, um, on unappreciated or commercialized or a billion other things that, um, we distract ourselves with when it comes to, to holidays like Easter or Christmas or whatever you may celebrate. Um, and so I just really challenge you to kind of think about why you have something to celebrate this Easter, um, whether it's directly related with the life of Christ and the life that he's given us, or even just small pockets of gratitude in your life. Um, and let this be a reminder that not only is Easter celebrating the, the culmination of resurrection, of the, like the ultimate resurrection, if you will, of Jesus, but, but also the, the small resurrections that we see in our everyday life. You know, I've, I've experienced death in, in my health, in my, you know, mental state, in relationships. Um, but I serve a God that brings dead things back to life. And so I live with this hope that he is able to, to save, deliver, and restore anything that he wants to. Um, and, and that's something to rejoice about. That's something to celebrate. So I'm just praying for all of you listening, um, during this Easter, um, just this season, it's also Passover. It's also Ramadan. Um, and it's just a very spiritual and holy time. And I think that as Americans, as, um, 
you know, people in our generation and in our culture and society, it's really easy to just distract ourselves um, and not answer the tough questions. But this is a spiritual and holy time. And if you find yourself um, longing for more or um, feeling that kind of conviction or desire, answer it because it's there for a reason and it has purpose. So happy holidays um, to you all. And I can't wait to to talk to you guys soon. Hoppy Easter. Hop, hop. (laughs) Bye.